selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. You know, <laughs> okay, it's actually just so funny because what I love about Shopify is no matter how huge and massive you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control, yes, daddy, and take your business to the next level because we're business women. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash book club. That's shopify.com slash book club, all lowercase. Shopify.com slash book club. Bean Dad, The Dress, 30 to 50 Feral Hogs. If you knew what any of those were, you spend too much time online. And hey, I do too. 16th Minute of Fame is a new weekly podcast hosted by me, Jamie Loftus. And every week we take a closer look at an internet character of the day. Who are they? What made them so notorious? How did the internet or the algorithm choose them? And what does a person do when they're suddenly confronted with more attention than the human psyche can handle? Listen to 16th Minute of Fame on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is a HeadGum Podcast. Celebrity Book Club. Hi, my name is Teresa. I'm a medium. Um, have you ever used a medium before? Uh, I have never used a medium before. My aunt's sister's cousin is a psychic. She did pass away due to a melanoma-related car accident, and I am familiar with your work, but I have never seen a medium before. Okay, so I'll, uh, what I do is um, spirit just comes to me, and all I ask is that even if you don't believe in the work that mediums do, you just remain open to what spirit has to say to you. Oh, I'm open. Okay, great. My and again, husband is a skeptic. <laughs> So if you see him making some faces over here, that's not me. Believe me. If I had a dive, if I had a dive for every husband who's a skeptic, I would have bought all of DSW Warehouse. I love their saddlebacks. Oh, I just, oh, whew, two hours yesterday, I bought these sparkly wedges. Mm. And that is the thing. I was, you know, I, I, I wanted these sparkly wedges and I kept on seeing them and seeing them. And that is the work. And spirit came to me and it, it was, it was my, it's my nanny, actually. I'm sorry. I'm getting did... choked up right now. <laughs> my mother used to wear sparkly wedges. She hasn't passed yet, but um, I just always wanted them. I'm feeling a, a choke a little bit in my throat. Oh. It's, it's almost like a dander. I'm getting wicked allergies here. Was it, is there, is it, do you have a cat? Oh, my God. I do. Is she around? Because I'm getting these. <clears throat> she died. She died choking on my other pet, my fish. Because I'm allergic to cats. <gasps> and no. So that's the spirit comes into me. And that's that's the dander. She's here. So I, this is me letting you know that your cat is present. <gasps> and she has come forth <gasps> and wants to let you know that she is okay. <gasps> and the decisions that you made. Is what you had to do. And I don't, and she did not want you to feel guilty of that because she knows she was in pain. And you seeing her in pain made her feel even more pain. I always blame myself 
because I wasn't supposed to leave the door to the washer dryer room open. And that's where we kept the fish. That's where we kept Tulsi, who was a fish. And then Miss Veronica, who was a cat, she she went in there one day and she went and she ate Tulsi. And I lost two of my best friends on the same day. And he said, this was my fault. No, I'm getting, I was thirsty coming over here, but I'm not thirsty anymore. And and that is that is Miss Veronica saying that is coming forward with spirit. It's, it's, can I ask you a question? Please. Did Tulsi suffer? Tulsi didn't suffer. And that Miss Veronica, that's the water that I'm filling my throat, is that Tulsi, she's saying she was going to go, whether it was Miss Veronica, who had a little snack. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Tulsi was sick. Miss Veronica is saying, I, I knew Tulsi was sick. And so she was actually putting Tulsi out of her pain. I told you, George, it was a time. It was a time. She and, had to go. And it they, was a time. And they both want you to know they had a beautiful life. A beautiful life. Right. Right. Your laundry room was the most beautiful place she could have ever lived. Right. I know. <laughs> this, she's so... Cass, she's a char- she was a character, wasn't she? Yeah, she was. She was really silly. <laughs> okay. She she would she would run around in circles. She would always be doing circles. Like, what you doing in there, Tulsi? What are you, what are you training for the marathon? No, that's because I just started getting dizzy. That's I just started getting dizzy. Okay, that's and, her. And that's, that's, and that's her doing that's, the that's circles. Her, that's her running around. And, and she wants you to know that she's still chasing that tail. She is still she is still running in circles. And I want to thank you for letting me inside your house and for letting Spirit connect with you. Thank you so much. You have given us peace that we have never known. God bless. Who's that knocking at the door? It's all your friends, you filthy whore. Your husband's gone and we've got books and a bottle of wine to kill. It's Hollywood. It's books. It's gossip. I'm shook. It's memoirs. It's martinis. It's Studio 54. It's It's Celebrity Book Club. Come read it while it's hot. Celebrity Book Club. Tell your secrets, we won't talk. Celebrity Book Club. No boys are allowed. Celebrity Book Club. Club. Buzz me in, I brought the Cuervo. Hey, hey best, best friend! friend. Uh, OMG! Oh my god, I... What a week I have had just being in the presence of all of my dead loved ones. <laughs> no, this week has been crazy because Spirit has been really present in both of our homes. Yeah. I, no, actually, I, I and I have a very specific through line that really made itself apparent, like, after reading this book, um, which I do want to really dive into. No, we into will really and, dig into. And, dig, and dig, we have dig, dig, so dig, dig, dig. much to talk about, but, even though, of course, we have seen each other this week. But but there's so much that we haven't talked about. There's a lot we haven't talked about. There's a lot of dead folks who have not really not made their way into our conversation that maybe need to make also themselves Also who haven't made themselves visible, because as you know, sometimes if it's actually a recent passing, right. they do take a while But also to enter. For a spirit to enter, you need to be open to the... To the entering. Exactly, through meditation or yoga or right. just kind of driving your big SUV <laughs> throughout Long Island. Because we are talking about none other than Teresa Caputo's... There's more to life than this. Healing messages, remarkable stories, and insight about the other side. And also, Teresa Caputo, 
also known as the, the Long, Long Island, Island Medium. The Long Island Medium is a long-running television program on the TLC network. I want to say 13 seasons, anyone? Well, and now it's like she's that, and I feel like now it's like Teresa Caputo, here and now. And that's her like doing Zoom readings, and it's like her new show, and her, her kids ki- has been off. Her kids have a spinoff show called Caputo Kids. Um, She's an institution. She has huge hair. She's like five Small two. body, big tall. Big hair, big sass. Italian American icon. Yes. High heels. Oh, yeah. The higher the hair, the closer to God, which she does quote in the book. And she says, well, that's true. And her hair is like so Is that her large. tagline or is that just like a classic like That's like a classic 1950s. Like, beehive Like, yeah, thing. beehive Texas slogan, I okay, feel. Okay, like higher hair, closer to God, like hairspray. Right. right. I feel like that's so the help as just being like, the higher the hair, the closer to God, ladies. Yes. Okay, so we're going to really get into this book. But she says in the book that spirit... Being a medium is genetic. And well, she thinks for her it is. The way that <laughs> everything is... is qualified, where it's like everything can either be a sign or not. And yes, yes. free will completely <laughs> exists, but yes, fate completely exists. No. And everything is fated, but everything can also be free will. And if something happens, like it could totally be fate, and that's what but, fate is. But then she's like, Well, I actually was a Russian orphan in a la- past life who was raped and murdered, and my daughter was my prison guard. Okay, wait, so I can we just Let's really in. quickly read that section because I have yes. it saved. Okay. Uh, she's talking about all her past lives. <laughs> I learned it's because I overcame these events with the ability to still love unconditionally that I was given the gift I have. In these lives, I was an official during the Roman Empire who was killed on my son's wedding day. <laughs> a young girl who was held prisoner in a jail for a crime that wasn't her fault. A child with a joyful soul despite a crippling disability and an orphan in Russia. This last one had a tremendous impact on my soul. After the man who t- ran the facility took me in, I stayed on the to work with him. Also, no, the facility yeah, the, Oh, the Russian facility. Yeah. So, <laughs> oh, of course, you know the facility I'm referring to. I overcame my struggles and paid it forward. In this life, the man who ran the orphanage is now my son, Larry, and a child who did not want to leave when he was adopted is my nephew, Jason. It's like, I'm sorry, so your own son is the reincarnation of this orphan master from, from ancient, like, from like ancient, Tsarist Russia like, that I, you lived in? I, but it's like, so now you get to control him and tell him to clean his room? But I guess it's more benevolent and being like this guy. It's Well, I guess it sounds like maybe he was actually like a nice orphan master in like Tsar Russia. Yeah. And he was was one of the good ones. <laughs> and also when she's like a Roman general. Yeah, I mean, the binary is, gender binary is broken here, by the way. Well, I mean, it's still binary. She's not saying I was a non-binary general in the past. <laughs> I meant She gender. wasn't this day general in no. ancient Rome. <laughs> ah. Okay, but I mean, wasn't Nero by... Uh, maybe non-bind. I think everyone in everyone Rome, Rome was, was bi. Like, okay. They were all pederasts. They all yeah, fucked they young all boys. Pan. And they were all like, t- it was more like, it was very age society where it's like, the older you got, the more of a top you became. And I do kind of agree with that. Well, that's true. So the episode I watched was about, she went to Fire Island, which was so iconic. Wait, did she do gay readings? Yeah. Wait, fuck. I need you to need watch to watch episode. that episode. And she was like, she's like, I live right by Fire Island. She's like, but I'm so nervous because I hate boats. <laughs> <laughs> and so she's in so- so many phobias. So in the book, like, 
I'll get back to this Fire Island thing, but her childhood was super crazy because she didn't know that she had spirit, and spirit was contacting her all the time, so she would she could have a nightmares lot of anxiety. Time. And she's like, I grew up with a picture perfect life, nanny and pop down the street, like you know, we know Sunday dinner, pasta, pasta, like everything. No, she keeps so saying there was, there was like, not a single bad thing about her childhood. I'm just being like, it's sort of like reeks of at least one creepy uncle in there. Oh, like I well, can't okay. imagine just like thirty percent of the neighborhood girls like weren't getting molested okay i was getting mad at my girlfriend because i was like reading this aloud and like she overheard me sobbing thing and she was so like i'm sorry what? meanwhile your girlfriend is living in fantasy fantasy land. world she's reading like fan fiction fan fiction 24 7 about like time traveling like sword wielding samurai lesbians and it's just like oh but you can't cry yeah. in a book about Thank you. And then Talking so the in dead. the Fire Island part, she this gay guy, she um they're at an ice cream store and she turns to him and she's like, Why am I sensing someone a watch? <laughs> and she's talking to this gay guy and he has like uh, obviously, he's wearing a huge watch. Yeah, it's she, like, why are you sensing the watch? You're sensing this massive G-Shock? <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. It was like his father's watch oh. that he took off his father after his father passed. Mm. And they had a tense relationship. She's like, I'm sensing your father had a watch. And it's like, he's wearing this huge watch. And it's kind of like, and I was being so classic skeptic, just like mediums and like psychics. They just read from body language. And she was like, I'm sure she has people in the audience who listen for people talking. So, okay. So I think there's two things here. First of all, there's all the skepticism that's like she like researches your Facebook before the group reading whatever that I don't think is true I don't need to do that as you know we've seen a mentalist yes like in Las Vegas and like I think that there definitely is a degree of mentalism going on here but also I don't really think she's a con artist no I think that she genuinely is extremely Catholic I think that she genuinely wants you to be able to like move beyond your grief and your loss over the loss of your loved ones and sense things from the beyond yes and I think She's that, actually, what's weird is that that's actually not a Catholic thing because the whole system doesn't well, believe in past she, lives. Yeah, she kind of mentions a lot, just like, oh, Catholic, you're not supposed to talk to the dead. Yeah. It's like, it's illegal, I guess. Yeah, it's one of the many rules. Yeah, I'm sure it's in there somewhere, just like... Oh, do you think she got molested by a priest? Book of Teresa. Um, I, I think they're more into men, just in just oh, from what I've heard. Okay. Yep. It's like maybe a little less of the homosexuality area, sure. When we're talking about Catholic. Oh, so I'm sorry. So <laughs> Teresa getting molested. Me saying Teresa got molested by a Long Island priest in 1975. Is. I'm erasing like full spotlight, like yes. male yes. pedophilia. Yes. <laughs> I don't think. I, oh, you don't think I've seen Spotlight five times? This week? <laughs> this, this fucking week? I saw it in theaters twice, dude. Okay, Did you twice. Really? Yeah, I saw it once, I feel like, with friends and once with Alone? my stepmother or oh. my father's companion. Companion. Wow. That's... So my dad didn't want to go and she, it was like Christmas. She was like, let's go to the movies. I wonder why your dad didn't want to go. That's a conversation for spirit. I mean, I'll just say this. My father always said, I don't like to sit in the front row at church. I mean, I don't want to fucking sit in the front row either. Yeah, I'm who a does? fucking loser. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fucking goody two-shoes raising his hand like a little no, bitch. No, oh, me, front oh, row. Pick me, pick me, pick me. Also, because you can't leave if you're in the front row. Yeah, that's so awkward. I'm trying oh, so you to get you, you get the church giggles. Yeah. My mother got in a fight with the priest at my baptism. Which I need to learn more about. I don't know what the fight Wait, is about. It's kind of insane that you were baptized. No, I know. At St. Paul's Church, <laughs> Cambridge. Beautiful. By, by Grafton Pub or whatever. It's what? kind of like by Una's. It was like behind Una's at the store. It's like off Mass Ave? 
With, um, it's in Havit Square. It's in Havit Square. Yeah, off Mass Ave when Mass Ave kind of turns to go to Central. Sure. Little more on this little side street. Okay. Gorgeous Catholic church. Is it brick? Yeah, stone. Okay. Gray stone. Oh, God. But you know what okay. Batley's is? Sure. Yeah, it's kind of behind that and like a street behind that. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Not too far from that Havit staff packing. Do you remember who was used to pack there? Oh, yeah. You got a ticket? You got a ticket from a fucking Havit cop. Yeah. A fucking, whole little fake cop. little fucking renter cop. Fake cop, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, there is a whole photo of my baptism, and there's like a sexy photographer, and I guess that was also a theme that like my mom and my aunts were like so hot for this photographer from there was baptism. This, like, there was this like male like 80s photographer who had like such like Michael Bolton hair. And, like, <laughs> no, he was like a like, big beard, billowy like, shirt, coat, b- tight black jeans, big camera. Wait, obsessed. Yeah, I'll show you the pics if you're lucky, bitch. Fuck. Uh, is he still around? I don't know. Hmm. But yeah, no, I mean, so you, your mother was Catholic, but they had, they, you. My mom is very like ex-Catholic. Like, no longer Catholic vibes. Like her childhood was traumatic. Doesn't want to really like bring that energy into the future. And my dad, of course, is just like a boring wasp. What is he, Lutheran wasp? They're just Something? like wasp. They like okay. went to church, but like didn't talk about it. So it was like so fifties <laughs> where they like didn't. I just learned this week that my grandmother wouldn't let my grandfather talk about his work at the dinner table. No politics at the table. No, no work at the dinner table. No work at the. Also, no like emotion. <laughs> yeah. So just, just like full. literally, what? Wait, are this is about? your California Doug's mother. Yeah. So just full silence, and everyone is just like, "How was your after day? How was your after day? <laughs> How was your commute, father? Good." I mean, it's very like the it's like the parents' names are mother and father, and <laughs> yeah, no, and then it's been like everyone has their like potatoes, iceberg salad, and it's just like, um, yeah, that was the vibe. But I but was wait. not baptized, just to sort of round that. Out. I didn't think you were, but yeah, no, I remember. I feel like the first even like like a uh, relationship with religion was I remember when I was like eight. And my mom was like, we're going to go to 7 a.m. Easter Mass Red. on the ski slopes. No, because... that's so your family just <laughs> like, was like slope mass? Slope side mass. And it was like, we've I'm never dead. been to church before in my entire life. But like, you're going to go to this like activation that's like <laughs> on, the, on the slopes at 7 a.m. And I was like, girl, it's so early. <laughs> and I was just like eight years old. I'm like, why on earth are we doing this? And we just sat in like the freezing cold. This just, is like, what I'm saying about snow. ski vacations in 90s upper middle class parents have just so like why are you guys so ski pilled and just like you all thought it would like make you be fabulous and it'd be an activity but like it's actually so much work for the plan i know just like well you know my mom's entire life has heard this performance of just like the new england wasp and trying to just like erase her like poor catholic childhood with this no i mean same with both my parents. That's also why we skied. Right. It's to erase your point Catholic yeah. childhood. And my mom, when applying to BBNN, it was like, what are your hobbies? And she literally was like looking over at other people's applications. Oh. Someone wrote down skiing. She wrote down, we love to ski, had never been skiing in her life. And that's why you got in. And that's why we're friends. Literally, because of the skiing lie. Hell yes. Yes, bitch. And that's why I'm literally wearing a skiing shirt today. Oh my God. Yeah, I'm wearing my ski You're merch. You're keeping the lie alive. Yes, lies, ski lies. In honor of your mother. Um, But back to Teresa. So, okay, her childhood, yeah, she's like always screaming. And she gets married at like age 20 to her now ex-husband, Larry. Larry, who, okay, I always think that... His body is insane. His body is actually sick as all hell. Yeah. To me, he's like the same exact person as Leia McSweeney's 
ex-husband on was, Real Housewives. Did you watch the most recent season of Roni with the new cast member, no, Leia? I'm sorry. She's kind of in, insufferable, okay. but um, she has like this brand called Married to the Mob that's just sweatshirts that say MTTM. Oh, and it's just, I'm like, I feel like I've seen those sweatshirts. It's just the fakest brand ever. There's not even any like concept. It just says the letters MTTM. Married to the Mob. Okay. Um, but her husband is also this like hot Guido who like has to, who's like kind of chiseled and older looking and is like so gray mustache. No, and like they, Teresa and Larry, I feel like we're like such a fabulous couple. It's like they met at 20. She had like hair so tall. Like he also had huge hair. He's like still like fully eight pack. And, and they met because he was like a floor manager at his like Italian food importer. Oh, wait, yeah, yeah. He's a food, he's an Italian food importer. And she was like a secretary or every, admin. Every single scene in this book. It's just like beyond I was at Beth and Beyond, like with like full of meatballs, no, like no. on my way. Oh man, this is okay. This is the best Wait. part, kind of, of the book and of well, her wait. story. Is it the be- is, is that Beth and Beyond? Yeah. Do you have the? Is that? I'll just say she had to like find out that she did have the talent of contacting spirit and find out that she was a medium. And the first time she truly used her gift was none other than at Bed Bath that and at Beyond. Bed, Bed Bath, Bath and, and Beyond. Beyond. Okay. I was in Bed Bath and Beyond, and I remember feeling like I couldn't take a breath. I'd established with spirit that this is a sign that someone's passed from the chest, heart, lungs, breasts, a filling up of fluid, or a drowning even. At one time, I would have gone into a tailspin, abandoned my cart in the middle of the aisle, hightailed it out of the store, but that day in Bed Bath & Beyond, I told myself I'd be okay. And then I heard a man's voice. Tell my wife I like the ones on the left, he said. Nobody was there. Just then, an older woman came up to me with two sets of sheets. She told me she just lost a husband after 40 years of marriage and was redoing the bedroom. She couldn't decide which sheets she'd have liked better. I suggested the ones on the left, and it made us so happy. I, it's like the most Long Island. It's like that's why she's the Long Island medium. It's like so, she spirit is being sent to Bertucci. She speaks to people's dead she talks Guido husbands and in tell them lo- what sheets, sheets to, to buy, buy what towels, sheets. It's like only chain stuff. She, so she talks about there's another moment. I forget what it is, but she mentions something about Sleepy's, the mattress store. Oh, where she's like talks about a woman whose her grandfather was visiting her so much and he smoked so much. So it was filling up the house. And she was like, she was about to go back to Sleepy's for the third time and return her mattress. <laughs> Like everything is kind of like home goods shopping based. Everything (laughs) is in a strip mall. Just like it all comes back to Long Island suburban. Total suburbia. But at the same time, it's like we are so like yesterday. It's like. Wait, okay. The part when she says, no, it's like when she she also, uh, she says she hallucinates every time she has Chinese food. Because that message G, G like gives yes. her like a no, trip. <laughs> she's like, and I tri- yeah. So some of these things are PC. Um, she has two guides. But that, oh my god, oh, okay. her guides. So her guides are okay. Too. No, it's completely insane. so she well, goes. She this has this where- older um friend Pat, who's like her mother's friend. Pat, who like regularly works. Okay, so this is where she actually just gets fully Catholic, and she's just like. So Pat works with a lot of the major archangels you may have heard of: <laughs> yeah. Gabriel, Michael, Saint John, Saint John. And, like, Gabriel does mostly um, super physical work, just, like, people who've been, like, had physical trauma. Um, Michael works on emotional stuff. And Saint so she- Anthony. Oh, you know, it was... Uh- St. Anthony Day last week. And a lot of people don't know. I I didn't know that. (laughs) It's the most Teresa Caputo holiday because no one really, it's like only an Italian holiday. And I know my grandmother, she always used to say, I'm going to pray to St. Anthony for you. 
Because you know what he does? He finds your lost things. I'd be like, Nana, I can't find my doll. She would take out her rosary. She had a rosary hanging. She feels, she goes, I'm going to pray to St. Anthony for you. It's the lost, which is, I feel like, so Teresa Caputo to be like, Ma, I can't find my hair gel. St. Anthony. St. Anthony. Anthony. It's always in the last place you look. Quote, St. Anthony. Anthony. And, okay. Have you ever prayed to a saint when you can't find your aquanaut? Well, I was saying I couldn't find, I couldn't find my wall. I was trying to go over here and I put in my pants and I changed pants and I couldn't find it. St. Anthony. St. Anthony. And then where, can I ask where the wallet was? It was on the floor because... Wow. I had the, it was in my pants and I put the pants away. Must have fallen out and in your, the transfer. And Not your father spirit. always used to walk around on the floor. Exactly. He that was a by message step. from him. And that's why I'm getting a tattoo. She talks about this woman whose baby died. Oh, Sorry for your loss. Yeah. The, the, the footprint. It is the body of the butterfly. So it's wings on footprints. Also, of course, it's so long and mediums. Like she's always like, everyone is always contacting no. you through butterflies, and it's like, yeah, every everyone, fucking everyone has like, a tramp stamp. Everyone of a has butterfly. a butterfly tramp stamp. The, the episode we were just watching of that like group reading at just like whatever like the Verizon Center <laughs> like in Newark. She's talking to a room of three thousand people. She's like, I'm getting butterflies. <laughs> they're I'm all like, they're all butterfly. raising no, their hands. <laughs> so in that way, it's like if you ask me, I don't believe really in ghosts. I don't really believe in mediums, but I believe in Caputo. Thank you. (laughs) I agree. Celebrity Book Club. This episode is sponsored by ZocDoc. You're trying to find a cause for your symptoms. Achy back, headache, runny nose, itchy eye, wart on my genitals. So let me guess, you stumble down a TikTok rabbit hole full of questionable advice from so-called experts. Suddenly I have cancer? Uh, no thank you. (laughs) There are better ways to get the answers you want and the care you deserve from trusted professionals and not random people on the internet. Though randoms, I love you, and my TikTok addiction, yeah, it stands. But I'm sorry, Lily, you shouldn't be getting medical advice from some girl in her grandmother's basement in Toronto. ZocDoc helps you find expert doctors and medical professionals that specialize in the care you need and deliver the type of experience you want. That's right. Ditch the talk, get the doc. ZocDoc is the only free app that lets you find and book doctors who are patient-reviewed, take your insurance, are available when you need them, and treat almost every condition under the sun. No more Dr. Roulette or scouring the internet for questionable reviews. With ZocDoc, you have a trusted guide to connect you to your favorite doctor you haven't met yet. Mm, I love a trusted guide, like the time I climbed to Machu Picchu on the Inca Trail with a team of Sherpas. Millions of people use ZocDoc's free app to find and book a doctor in their neighborhood who is patient-reviewed and fits their needs and schedule just right. So find your Sherpa at ZocDoc.com. Go to ZocDoc.com slash book club and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. Slay. Many are available within 24 hours. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash book club. ZocDoc.com slash book club. Ditch the talk. After also her live shows, she says she feels, because she feels spirit come oh, wait, to her sorry, physically. Says, do you remember she says that anytime she sees Sonny Bono, it means that someone oh, died in a ski accident? accident. <laughs> 
She's like, and of course, my sign for ski accidents is Sonny Bono. <laughs> so she also has, does have um, a full section about celebs and how Michael Jackson has come to her. It's, of course, like the most folkloric celebs that we all say are alive. The celebs that have come to her are Elvis. Elvis. Michael Whitney Jackson, Houston, Whitney Houston, Tupac. Yeah. I'm obsessed with your use of the word folkloric. I think that was like <laughs> actually very sort of like bang on use of it. Thank you, mate. <laughs> no, it's like these absolute like iconic, just like rumored to be undead <laughs> celebs. Yeah. And it's like, okay. I should be like, there's a, there's she an- said, I wasn't even a fan of Whitney Houston, but that's so funny because two days ago, my friends and I were in a car when I Will Always Love You came on the radio and you're like, so one of the most popular, popular songs, songs ever and it came world. on while you were listening to just like the Long Island equivalent of Mix 98.5, <laughs> yeah, the best yeah. 80s, 90s today. And it's just like, there is element of it that's shooting fish in a barrel where it's just like, okay, you're telling a group of guidos that like someone has a butterfly tattoo that someone, someone- still thinks Elvis is alive. It's like, yeah, I'm sure. Also, and again, like love Long Island, but I do feel like that is a place where like people in their 20s pass. Oh, wait. Okay, so this brings me to a a larger point that I want to make about the book. And thank you for bringing this up. Mm -hmm. I feel like this book is a microcosm of America and how deeply sick and unhealthy our country is. Yes. Because she she deals with a lot of people who have experienced a recent loss. And I think that her philosophy, I would say, is somewhere between like the, you know, so-called neoliberal point of view, which is like... To call, also, sorry... To connect the word neoliberal to Teresa Caputo is the funniest thing ever. (laughs) (laughs) And that's the culture, the hard-hitting cultural analysis that you come to this pod for. But she, like, you know, where she doesn't necessarily think that, like, everything is your choice, which I would say is the number liberal thing, where it's just like, you know, it's your fault if you're fat, depressed, whatever. You have to, like, make the choice to, like, you know, uh, harness your life or whatever. Um, But she also... You know, she says that, like, some stuff is faded, but, like, some stuff isn't. And it's not, like, it's totally, like... She also doesn't think that, like, society is responsible for everything. Like, she has no concept of, like, there being, like, you know, societal ills that, like, affect people. Like, that's not in her vocabulary. It's just, like, if something happens that's out of your control, it's because that was God's choice. Right. And then she'll be like, and people do say to me, she's like, I had a woman who was very angry at God right. because like my husband well, got killed by and, a drunk driver it's like, on his way home maybe, with overtime. It's like maybe you should be mad at American society because it's like so much of this book is people who have died of melanoma. And like, obviously, every like Guido is like so over tanned in just like New Jersey and Long Island. But like people who have died of cancer, of disease, like car accidents, drunk driving, a lot of suicide. definitely it's a lot of suicide. And then it's like addiction, oh, a lot of addiction. You're like, this is it, I feel like it's such it's an not in- the fentanyl. And I think Long Island is a is a microcosm of America in this way, because, you know, the demographics may shift like, you know, the whatever the cause of death may be more or less in other parts of the country where you have you know, uh, gun it's, violence or well, drugs or whatever, but big suburban, suburban place area, okay. close to a city, close to a city where you have, you know, an absolute like uh, lack of healthcare infrastructure. You have an isolated and atomized society that has been like, you, you know, also have fo- huge welcome. We have people, we have long on the times that people have left the city because they can't even afford the city. They can't afford this so you city. Have poor communities, but then you also have the huge Nassau County. You I'm have just throwing this out. Wealth disparity. Wealth disparity. You have um, the American diet, which is just like so unhealthy. It has become psychotically unhealthy over the past hundred years. You have like, you know, no public transportation infrastructure. Well, that's actually not. It's called the Long Island Railroad. So actually more than like a Kansas. 
Yeah, but that just takes you like long distances. It does. It's not just like a local public transportation. Everyone uh, is still driving. Their yes, massive they're driving cars massive, around. massive like, SUVs. There, there is a. There is I'm a just saying that Long Island of, has a little bit. I just want to call you in for one second about that. Long Island has a little bit more transportation. Even, no, no, no. I'm, than actually, New no, I'm actually going to call you in for a second because the Long Island Railroad has deteriorated in the quality of service over the past 20 years, <laughs> and that is because a lack of investment in public services on the part of the state government. Oh, you don't think I want the Long Island Railroad to have as much money as they should, I'm going to give my whole stimulus check to Long Island Railroad, okay? <laughs> you just write to Cuomo. Use on LIRR only. LIRR only! No, and, 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 you know, and, and a healthcare system that pushes pills and that pushes, you know, types of procedures pill, over yes. preventative care. And all of these things are, like, I think come up on almost, like, every page of this book with all these causes of death. And it's like, there is no, I think you could read this book and really see it as an indictment. Well, it's of a, kind of, a of a like in high school system. how there was a class at my school. Or was this the food called, class? Well, no, talking? not food and culture, which we, we'll talk about that another time. That'll be the Bourdain episode. But um, Waltham, colon, a mirror of American life. Waltham is a suburb of Boston that used to manufacture watches and now it doesn't. Famously, the place where Jokar Sarnev, the hot Boston bomber. That's Watertown. Oh, my God. I can't believe I just said that. Wow. Wow, dude. Read wow. up, huh? Read up. Like, literally not from Boston. Yeah, read right, up. Right next to Waltham. Well, he yeah, like, they're close. He like ran through Waltham on that chase. But Maybe. he did hide in a boat in Watertown, you're correct. No, nice trying to cover up over there. Wow, okay. <laughs> yeah. No, but Cancel Waltham, me. it's like, you know, whatever manufacturer watches, and now there's like Indian restaurants and Italian you, restaurants and you tapas. You and I uh, both went to drive as Ed in Waltham. Oh, no. Sorry. Am I making drive. up your li- you're making up your history? Didn't you Dri- go to cams? No, drivers that like came to my school wow. that you could take. You are yeah, so know. fucking <laughs> fancy. You silver spoon fed little bitch. Roxbury in Latin, Cambridge School of Weston. My father was a doctor. My mother was a doctor. I wish I went to Roxbury Latin Boys School. Excuse me. (laughs) (laughs) Um, No, but Cam's, where you went to driver's ed. Right. That's where you met the girl you set me up with on my first ever date. Right. And I took you. It was a group date at a Guster concert. Free Guster concert (laughs) at the government center. Government center, right next to City Hall, which is a gorgeous, big, brutalist building downtown and Boston. And she asked you the question that I feel like we live our lives by. Yeah. She said to me, when I was telling her about my my lesbian friend, Lily, because I think she told me she was bi or something in driver's And I remember you, you were like, oh my gosh, we like didn't know anyone like our age. Right. Even though there were like older lesbians in my school, but obviously I was like intimidated. And anyway. So it was like during a break from driver's ed, and I was talking about my friend, Lily, and she just goes... Is she a hippie or a preppy? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, she's a hippie. hippie. <laughs> <laughs> and to this day, that is like, the, there are only two categories of person. There are two people in the world. Yeah, hippie or preppies. Or preppies. <laughs> period. Period. And okay. That's on period. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you don't need to ask, oh, but are they like normcore? Are they like, right. you know, are they basic? Techno, basic. It's like, it's preppy or hippie, okay? Preppy, hippie, bitch. That's it. Call it a day. End of day. Anyway, so she brought her best friend. We came and And for then, the record, we've had a lot of debates about this, but I am a preppy and you're a hippie. Yes. Thank you for saying that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um and then just to end the kind of that date story is then like you and her friend were like, Okay, we're walking away. It's like Who was midday. Her 
just like a girl. A gay or girl. No, what? it was a girl. And that's the thing. And that's why you like are the ultimate wingman. You are a champion because it's just Thank like you. you were down to just be like, okay, I'm going to go talk with this random Waltham chica yes. for like, you know, how long? And then. I mean, my H&M ribbon belt and I'm, yeah, I'm and at you're government like, center at 3 p.m. <laughs> totally sober. <laughs> and I'm going to talk to this other random Waltham girl while you talk to this. I remember her. She kind of had like kind of classic like early scene hair. Yes, it was bangs and. Sideswept kind of bang and she was almost even more she was actually much more vague because I think when that question classic hippie because she had that classic like super low bag yeah the side low bag below the hip and it's like that thing be banging around (laughs) yeah just bum 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 (laughs) (laughs) and I feel like I probably wore my like ska checkered skirt maybe you were Femme for I Guster. feel like I was femme. Hashtag I, femme for Guster. Well, because I also think I probably was like, I actually should probably be femme because they're into like girls. So maybe I need to dress more like right. a girl. And I'm sure if you had been so rockabilly butch, she would have actually been into you and she could have been your first girlfriend and you would have lost your virginity like three years earlier. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be, Fuck, you'd be dude. so fucking ahead of the game. Yeah, dog. I know. And now I'm just like, oh, and then it's like, and, and now you're like just cutting your first soda. <laughs> okay, not true. <laughs> Stop spreading lies. No, I know. As you've mentioned, you have a whole room full of it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, wait. I do want to mention, I, wa- I want to get serious for a second. I actually do think that spirit is present. <laughs> right now or this weekend? This in the past week that there okay. has been an element of spirit and it happened while reading this book and it was this weird thing because she says like basically one of her biggest points is that like don't ignore coincidences like every coincidence is spirit <laughs> yes. and it's like okay Obviously, sure shoes, yeah. but it is like to that to that end it's like if you actually follow you know your mind and where it goes like just that sort of, to a spirit yeah that's the spirit intuition of spirit it's literally just says. intuition and basically like trust the vibe I think could be like in some ways the moral to quote of this Clark, book Kardashian, vibes are vibes vibes are vibes as yeah. Chloe says like if you say Costa Rica vibes and you're not in Costa Rica it doesn't <laughs> mean that that's wrong because vibes are vibes and feelings are facts okay so this is what was so weird she was like if you like get something oh and she talked about like throat issues in the book so let me preface this by saying the past few months i've been going through a health question mark where i've had this throat a soreness in my throat that developed like a month and a half after i had surgery on my nose and i was like is it related to the surgery because it's an ent doctor who goes in that whole area and it started in december and it's been going on and on it's very persistent sometimes it comes to a good way seen a lot of doctors been on through all this stuff last week mm-hmm. we read shania twain yeah in shania twain's book she talks about, about throat issues, having a sore throat issue for like three or four months, as long as I've had it while she was on tour. And it totally affected the tour. And they had like changed the way that they were like rehearsing and everything and be much more conscious. And of it was like, after the mutt divorce. What? Was it after the mutt divorce? The mutt divorce? I think it was maybe before the okay. mutt divorce, but maybe, but maybe that was part of it. Anyway, she had a lot of anxiety. Da, da, da. She finally like, saw this doctor or therapist maybe that was like, the reason that you are actually having this real, actual real pain in your throat, that's a real soreness, is because you are so emotionally choked up and literally not crying and not letting your emotions out that you're having this feeling. And I have been... Producer Meg is literally clapping at this. And I have been very aware of it, right? I, I, the, the, the past few months, I have been, like, super no, aware I will that say, this could be psychosomatic. And I've said this to you, right? Have well, I, not I've, said, I mean, I've also, you have been, and absolutely I've sensed, just knowing you very well, a dark place. I've been in a dark place. I've been very stressed and very anxious. And obviously, again, it's a pandemic, and we 
No, and no, society is stressful. This is what I'm saying. Not to be neoliberal. I don't think it's my fault. I think it's society. However, I've also been very open to the idea that it could be psychosomatic. I've seen a bunch of different doctors. They've all said different things. Finally, I went to a follow-up last week. Yeah. The same week we went Shania. And I had a visit with this doctor, chief resident at Bellevue. Pardon me. And he gave me the full exam. He had looked at a CAT scan that I had the week before, all this stuff. And he literally said, there is nothing wrong with you. Mm. And he was like, you know, you're having the symptoms. There's no, you know, and that's, that's true. But there is literally nothing wrong with you. My biggest fear is that you will overtreat this issue. And that. Which is one of your biggest fears to overtreat things. Such a big fear to overtreat. And he was just like, you know, I think this literally will get better on its own. And the best thing you can do is try to like. You know, take less and less medication, like just try to like ignore it and be okay with it for the next few months and it will get better, like when the weather gets better. And that almost like placebo effect of him saying that, like gave me this release to be okay with it and to just sort of like decide to move past it and table the anxiety about whether or not it's you a had real cancer, thing. you had this, or the surgery even, went even wrong. whether or not it is psychosomatic, you know what I mean? Like, whether or not I am causing this, but my but own did anxiety. you feel when he said that, then you knew it was psychosomatic? So then you started dealing with what the I, emotions of what it was? What I felt was like, it doesn't even matter if it's psychosomatic or not, because what I need to do is deal with my own emotions and treat every single day as if it were, if as, just as if it's the day that I'm in, you know, and not think about like three weeks ahead yeah. or six months ahead or one week behind or should I regret the surgery or whatever and just be like, how do I enjoy this day? How do I go to bed tonight and feel like I've lived a full life, you know? Mm-hmm. And so the fact that Teresa said this the week after we were Shania and I was like, wow, the fact that the Shania book and that doctor visit that was kind of like, a big release for me happened in the same week. That is spirit. No, that is spirit also because here's kind of a look behind, you know, the curtain. Right. I don't know. No one's of the pod is that usually, you know, I feel like we more carefully plan out the three weeks and Shania was a little bit the week before. <gasps> we were, oh my God. We, we were getting goosebumps. No, no wait, we did it last minute. Said, yeah. Wait. And we were like, you know what? Let's just do Shania. Wait, I like am going to cry no, because I'm I like actually is insane. Right, I am yeah. getting goosebumps because we didn't, we like didn't actually plan it out so far in ahead. And we said, well, we have to do Shania because it's like arriving in the mail or whatever. And then I read that part about the throat and I was like, wait, this could be me. And the doctor was like, maybe this is you. And, 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 we almost did Caputo before ah, Shania. But we needed to do but Shania. But we was all timing. We needed to do Shania. And that was Gabriel. Ah, <laughs> I'm freaking out. Wait, this is so true. This is crazy. And it was Teresa waiting, yes, waiting for Spirit to waiting come. Waiting for Spirit forth. to come. And we needed to read that Because you weren't Shania. ready. No, you I weren't wasn't ready. ready. I wasn't ready to Teresa. see Spirit. Oh, my God. This is crazy. I'm like freaking out. This is so insane. This is so helpful to hear. Okay, this is why spirit is real. Well, and you okay? And this even, is something okay. so small about spirit, but in right. this book is she mentions spirit coming to her at Bertucci's. Did I not two weeks ago? <laughs> you, wait, 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 this is crazy. I mentioned Bertucci's, and I didn't even wait, no. know. And you said in their Kevin Garnett episode, you said that's where you would want your announcement to yes. be. And then she brought it up in this book. That no spirit other, comes no to her. No other memoir we've ever read has mentioned Bertucci's. Bertucci's. I didn't even know that Bertucci's had location. I didn't know franchise either. I thought it was a New England only chain, and there's it's one in Long Island. Island. Uh, we have to go, obviously. Yeah. <sighs> it's also just like this like beautiful like message of acceptance where it's just like you you can never change what's happened to you 
You can never change no. the situation that you're in, like, you know, at least all the events preceding up to the moment that you're in, you know? And what she says, I mean, usually when she is, like, comforting someone who has a dead parent, is that just, like, they always, like, feel guilty? The living yeah. feel guilty yeah. for, like, something they should have done or how are they now? And I feel like she always does say, okay, spirit is present and they want you to know you did all you can do, which is, like, classic. Yeah, I think, I mean, she says that to pretty much everyone she's using the show. And, yeah. I, you know, there's literally no one who doesn't need to hear that. Well, I'm just saying because that is after my father passed. Right. You, almost a year ago. It's almost a year ago. Um, A little over a year, but that is the main. Oh, it's over a year now. It's already, it was January 30th, 2020. You're right. Of course, it was before the pandemic. Yeah. Oh, I was remembering that. We had the memorial service scheduled for April. For April. It was, yeah, for in. April. And then I had to cancel it. But that's also birthday. spirit. Well, that definitely was spirit telling me, and again, I'm not pro pandemic or anything, but it was, <laughs> it was spirit. It was like, I was so stressed out. I was like, had barely even like realized he like died. And I was just like the stress yeah. of the last year of like him being so sick in the visiting. And then I was like, and so much, it was like, his death has been, obviously, it was, like, so much admin and blah, 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 and it's, like, the pain. And then it was so, like, now I have to, like, be ordering cake. I mean, this is all so Caputo. It was, like, I was on, like, the website for, like, Dave's Fresh Italian Pasta in Somerville. And it's, like, and now I'm having to figure out how much salami I want, you know what I mean, for this memorial. And I was, like, I'm just truly not in a place to be, like, making an e-card and, like, ordering the salami and just, like. Yeah. And that was Spirit saying, like, okay, and this so is just not the time. Yeah, and Spirit did cause a global, global pandemic, pandemic that took so the lives of millions and millions of people. And yeah. Again, that is not what I'm saying. I'm just saying Spirit was saying it's not the time to play a memorial. No, and there and the thing is like whether or not the pan and see what I think what Teresa would say is whether or not there was a pandemic, like, the funeral would have been paused. Yes, it would have been stopped by time, and that that would have been okay because you weren't ready to go through all those decisions right now, and that actually wasn't helping you grieve. Right, and what you needed was time alone and like to eventually find a therapist and like go through all of this process. Go through that. So you know, I feel like I forget if I've told you the story, but that I was visited by an angel. Who I don't know if I believe her, but now after reading this, I'm like, is Wait, it true? When? So I called to, I was, my dad had a AAA account and then I like paid extra to be like a part of it. And so, but he was like head of the AAA account or something. So I had to call, which has also been like my life for the past year was like right, no. canceling cards and canceling things and just like calling every person. That Remember I had to call the, uh, <laughs> Steven <laughs> imitated my dad to call easy pass because I couldn't find out the password. And of course, easy pass is like. Literally the CIA. <laughs> to cancel just like the automatic link to your like credit card to pay for the toll on the mass pike. And I was like, Yeah, you had to be like, hello, this is Charles Morata. I want to switch cards. Like literally just so I could put it on my debit card and not his debit card. And she made me play a guessing game to guess the code. Oh my God. I mean, they're out of control over there in right. AC Pass. And I was like, is it 3497? And she was like, there is a seven. <laughs> I'm just like, is it three, five, six, seven? And she was like, you're very close. And I'm like, why are we doing this? This is insane. I'm just like, is this just fun for you? Yeah. <laughs> so I go AAA to um, can't, you know, make myself, you know, cancel his card and sure. just be the only one. And I think because it was, you know, a man and a woman on one AAA account, she did assume we were married. She assumed you were Charles Murata's wife. Because she was like, I'm so sorry for your loss. And she was also like Southern and speaking like so quietly. And then she was like, and do know that he is with you. <gasps> Wait, 
wait, she said that to you? And then she kind of went on and said she literally actually was an angel sent from God. Wait, 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 I'm sorry. I, I think you told me that's like what, what had happened and it's like was so crazy. That it's I'm just like, too insane. So she and I was like, oh, of course she was like, and I want she was like, when someone passes, it's so hard. Like my husband passed a few years ago and like what's going on about how hard it was. And I thought at first I was like, oh, she's just being like Christian customer service. Right. And then she was like, and do know when you feel the wind, that is him being present and that is him kissing you. That's so and that she is an angel sent for God. And I was kind of like, okay, when the ki- I guess the kissing part where she was like, every time you feel the wind, it's it, him kissing you. And well, I was like, okay, so I, I'm actually now making out my, my father. T- dad, 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 like every time I'm outside. <laughs> like that's what's so insane. It's just like when they're like, oh, like your spirit is present in butterflies. Whenever you see butterflies, yeah. it's like, I don't know. That's actually an incredibly common thing that happens all the time. No, so I, I don't see butterflies a lot. Maybe you're not looking. Ooh. Okay, but I guess just to get back to your dad for a second. Yeah, no, no, no. Is yeah. And like, I think it's important that this episode's happening because we're talking about. But I do wonder. It's like, of course, I laughed. I was like, this is. I wish I was recording. This is the funniest thing ever. You know, I'm like, who? And it was because also she didn't stop. It was like I was like, great, let's you know cancel. Like, go ahead. Right. Let's go ahead. And, and she, she was like, no, y'all. Like Gabriel's in the room. No, like, she was like Gabriel's room, and she really went on and talking about. Yeah, she was telling me about her husband and. Yeah, just so much so of... She's being like, so Delilah? It was really... She was actually more someone who called into Delilah. Okay. Because Delilah's always like, and that is so dark, and we will play your song, and thank you. <laughs> yeah, and the woman is like, so I'm going to have an affair with a man that's in Afghanistan yeah. for now 13 <laughs> years, and he does have a wife, and but I am hoping that when he does return from tour, that he will leave her for me. And she's and like, like, well, we all make mistakes. And I do honor the man you're having an affair with <laughs> for his service. <laughs> so you have not felt... Your dad kissing you every time you hear the wind, I'm guessing? I don't think so. But are you also, like, so butch that you don't notice the wind? Well, <laughs> well, oh! last week, last weekend, my sister and I met for a walk. A and it was walk. a cold walk. And it was like, oh, 50 degrees. And then it was so windy <gasps> in Prospect Park that we had to... Leave the park. Spiritus. And then, no, and then she was like, I'm hungry. And then she got a burrito and then I bought a record. <gasps> and your dad <laughs> loved Loved audio, visual, and he liked records. Because I mean, one of our first, you know, alone post-divorce trips, we just went to New York City. We stayed at the Yale Club, which is where he always stayed. She, she was very proud of. Mm. That was another admin call I had to call. Because he had, like... A membership and they were still charging him membership dues. Did he also have, like, so many, like, martinis that were unpaid? No, it was just, like, you just pay a monthly membership so you can stay there. But you still have to pay to stay there. Yeah, but it's, like, a cheaper rate, I guess. Right. Or just use their facilities. That's, like, a real it's scam. A, it's a fucking scam. For, that's what I'm saying. Can it's, we go to the bathroom there if we're in Midtown or no? It's over. I'm sure it's... Well, I bet the hotel is on. But that's the thing. I, I close the account. If we... It's that you can... If you live in New York and you're just a member of the L Club, you can go there and just like, sit in the library and, like, sit under Bill Clinton. You know, incredible, and get a martini. What wouldn't I pay? So it's kind of like the wing for Yale grads. Yes, it's like all those social clubs, like the Soho House Yale Club. There used to be social clubs, darling. Yeah, okay, the Princeton so Club. Do you think so? He may have been there at that windy walk, but not at other times. Yeah, I mean, maybe he was there at the windy walk. Um, 
I'm not sure, but I also do wonder. I, she talks about. Well, here's what I'm. What it's I'm too wondering. soon, maybe. To visit. Are there are there times though? So she says like she she ignored her gift till she was 29. She had all this anxiety and panic attacks around it, and like she was just always seeing visions, always like waking up in the <gasps> Wait, middle of the night screaming. Spirit is here. It came to me. Okay. As you know, we we have really even hardly processed this off air, but I decided to move apartments today. Yeah, it's a lot to process. It's... And the reason for our listeners, it's in a farther neighborhood from Stephen. Yeah, she's 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 moving. D- to... Didn't miss Park. It's a forty minute drive versus a twenty minute drive also, from where I live in Crown Heights. North Carolina. <laughs> Okay, I'm sorry. Richwood is all too far to a lot of people. Anyway, we're not going to do this here because we're talking about spirit. <laughs> okay, so you made this decision to move to North Carolina and? The apartment has a sunken living room, which is why I was super attracted to it. Yeah. My father and I, we loved Frasier. <gasps> my dream since ever seeing Frasier. Oh, my God. Frasier has a sunken living room. Right. Overlooking Seattle. And obviously, your eyes, you think I'm literally moving to Seattle. You are. <laughs> Anyway, I'm just wondering if the sunken living room is my father saying start in new with the sunken living room. Fraser stuff. That's almost him giving you permission mm-hmm. to move Same. on. Yeah, to move on. And not this apartment where I was living in while he was sick, going back and forth from it, bringing all of his furniture. He's saying put my Bauhaus chair in the sunken living room where it's meant to be. Right. Wow, that's beautiful. Okay, and it's almost yeah. it's like him giving you permission to pursue your top surgery. Yes, to recover because from top surgery. Because he's saying you can recover in, in a sunken in, living room, and he can say that can still be Fraser. Yes, it's Fraser to recover from top surgery in a sunken living room. In a Bauhaus. In a Bauhaus chair. Huh. Um, I want to read a part where she contacts another celebrity historical figure, and in the most Long Island way possible. In Queens, New York, I read a guy who was tattooed, bearded, and tough looking. In a quick flash, I saw Abe Lincoln's soul standing next to him. It was like, boom, Abe Lincoln. I told the guy that Abe was with us, and he flipped. Because he wasn't only a fan of our 16th president, but also one of those guys who did Civil War reenactments. Oddly enough, I've since heard of other Abe Lincoln spirit sightings throughout Queens. Don't ask me why, though I know Lincoln and his wife are very spiritual, especially after their son William's death. But maybe Abe has a fondness for New York City's boroughs because when he died, his body was paraded through the streets in a funeral march on his final resting spot in Springfield, Illinois. Or maybe he's just hanging around Arthur Avenue hoping to scare up a cannoli. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, President Abe Lincoln is just waltzing through the streets of Arthur Avenue where... But again, it's like some middle-aged Italian man is like obsessed with like war stuff. War it's stuff. Like, nah, and that's Quince, yeah, it's like this weird guy like, loves war. I just okay. like, oh, it was so random that Abe Lincoln was printed through New York. It's just like, well, that was such a thing. Kind of, they, there was a few cities. and There was a few cities. <laughs> one tour. It's kind of the big one. You would do New York if you did a tour of a body. They do never do that anymore. No, and I wish they did. Whatever happened to sort of corpse parades? And like what happened to presidential assassination? I know. Good. We've lost the magic. The We've romance. lost the drama, sweetheart. The conspiracy theories. I know. No, I mean, it's that thing where there's so much security in computers that it's like, right, obviously, if it was like the 60s, I feel like Trump would have been assassinated. Right. Well, I mean, this is the, I mean, like, we can get into the politics later, but it's very this thing where everyone's just like, we live in the craziest time in history. It's like, well, actually, in the 60s, 
because everyone was being assassinated left yeah. and right. And it was like there was so many like high profile assassinations. And it's just like that's actually not happening right now. Well, to quote again, an essay I wrote in my food and culture class, <laughs> the 60s were a time of great change. <laughs> and every single person actually that it wasn't just it was they said everyone in the entire class had to start their essay with the 60s were a time of great change. Oh, wait, that was like the force. The prompt. prompt. Yeah. So it was kind of this exquisite corpse. But, like Writing exercise. And wow. again, that could be a cool social media thing. Everyone write an essay. Start it, it with, with the sixties were a time, time of great, great change. change. Uh, post, 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 post. Segment is present. What does she eat? What does she wear? How does she live? She eats spaghetti and meatballs. Well, okay, every but the. Well, she's spaghetti and meatballs every Sunday, but I think she's very grilled chicken salad the whole week in a very Italian Long Island way. Just like iceberg cherry tomatoes, Caesar, because the whole throughout the book, she's like, I eat good. And her and her husband in the episodes, of her, they're like, we take care of our bodies. And I just feel like she's getting like. No, when she says she eats good, she means this like. Penne chicken. chicken yeah. Caesar. Yes, it's like chicken Caesar. There's, there's so much like garlic croutons <laughs> in it. Right. And it's just like buffalo chicken salads, chicken Caesar salads. It's like, you know, there is a spaghetti and meatballs but I don't think she's meatballs on a Wednesday no because and yeah. honestly you know she, for her age you know she's she's got she's, she's 50 got, she's also like she's 5 like feet trim. tall she's like 5 feet tall I would say she's got like a pretty flat tum yeah. and like she's got, a, she's got a rack so it's just like to maintain that curvology is you can't be eating pasta every night no so she's not yeah. but there's and, a and you know, she pesto does chicken not salad. Drink. She does not drink, though, her husband now, now that he is kind of finding himself. And I do think it's like their divorce her. was very sad, but they were both just like, oh, we did, did get married at 20. Drinking? No, he now has a wine line called Lorette. <gasps> so his name is Larry, so it's oh, called just which like. Which we desperately need. Which we desperately need. Obviously, we wanted for the episode. The fact that we've never had Cameron Diaz's wine. Never had Lorenzo Caputo's wine. And we'll, we're only going to drink. We've only had SJP's wine. We only had SJP's wine, which was like pretty normal and like not that good. Yeah. And then you have that bottle of wine signed from Big Ange that we're only going to drink on just like. When we die on our deathbed. We had Kate Hudson's vodka, which was like. Also incredibly normal. <laughs> yeah, it was like smeared off. <laughs> Women made vodka. Who? Um, Women led vodka. I had Post Malone's rosé. How was that? Fine. Was I it mean, like babe? It was you had less... babe rose, the fat Jewish rose? Yeah. Was it better? Or I worse? would say better than the babe rose. The babe rose was very like cheesy boots girl rose, like as it was intended to yes, be. Yes, it was supposed to be. I think it's because I was expecting just like any celeb rose. You're like, is this going to be so it's sweet? It's like harsh and sweet and kind of like a little bit sharp. Okay, so, so Buffalo chicken salad all week long and maples on Sunday. Yes. What oh, and, she... and of course, sauce from her father's tomatoes garden. They, okay. so, father's tomato garden. Her, father's tomatoes. tomatoes. What does she wear? Where, I mean, yeah. It's She's like very like, mini dress in that way that like if you're 5'1 with Taz, you like wear a Shub, or she, it's, tight it's like, bandage dress. It's um super tight Heels. tops that like are shorter tops, not like a crop top, but so they accentuate... I feel like the Taz. The Exactly. And then like a tight capri. I mean, on the cover, she's wearing... Okay. Like a very... Like, it's a skirt. Is it? It's not a dress. Is it a dress? It's more of a skirt suit. She loves this. You know what I mean? It's like, it's not a... T- it's it's, it's a tank two, top. It's like a two-piece. It's kind of Lori in this way. It's kind of yeah. Lori Grenier where it's like a weird, like, custom separates piece. Yes, custom separates, you know, and like a big stiletto. She's adding height, obviously, like, hair to the gods. I'm trying to She see. always has You know what's interesting about her hair is that even though she got, like, known for her massive hair... 
she, unlike Snooki, like never had like a makeover. She just still has this insane hair. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's her signature. I think because she's of that middle age that it's like she's never going to stop. And I think it's just been this hair for her whole life. Because like Snooki eventually like stopped doing the pomp and then started doing more just like regular reality show girl hair of just like layers, yeah. like curled cocker spaniel to the side. But she's just been 50 in Long Island for like 100 years. So it's yeah. like she's just not gonna change. I mean, she's going to DSW. She's grabbing heels, but I'm sure she's getting, I'm sure she maybe now has like more custom mini dresses that show off the taws and are made for her. Yeah, it's almost like I feel like her style is getting even more consistent over time where she's like, this is what works. This is what works because she's in the show. She's, you know, in the Fire Island episode, she was, I would, the the dress was this exact same cut except for this weird ruffle of like the bodycon and it was like glitter pride. Okay. It wasn't full pride, but it was like a subtle nod to to LGBTQIA plus values. Yes, it was a rainbow of sorts. Uh, How does she she live? live? I mean, mean, it's island. Yeah, it's white island. Her furniture is not... It's big, but it's not the hugest in a way. You know what I mean? It's no, like it's medium big, it's, Raymore it's medium Flanagan. Raymore Flanagan's in this way. It's actually very, um, like, boat. It's very the furniture <laughs> you would see on a 90-foot boat. Like, it's leather and, like, curved in this way. There's a lot of kind of, brown like... Leather, brown leather, black leather. Brown leather, black leather. Like, there's glass. There's, like, a weird mix of colors. But there's but it's, like, a lot of, like, so- color blocking. Like, and solids. And the floor like, is very white. Also, she has not moved, like, in her riches. She still lives in the... Spam. She lives right next door to her parents. Yeah. And the house she grew up in. No, and in that way, she kind of... There was... When she said that she was, like, afraid... She's... To- you know what? Oh my God! Present. She's saying, she's she's saying, shut up! Stop making fun of my house! Stop making fun of me! Where house. I come from? Okay. okay. Here's the thing, though. It's like I thought only dead people can like make fun of you through spirit. I think Teresa has higher powers where she is hearing us and she's saying, "Well, it's you also shut like up, one of her kids. loved ones could be making fun, could be telling you to stop making fun of her." Oh, it's her nanny. Yeah, it's her, her grandma. Na- yeah, nanny, her grandma, who'll be coming through. And then in her lawn, it's very just like big. Oh, they have a koi pond on the show, which I think that is what that's so like they're long and upgrade well, from her being a celeb. Well, she talks about meditation a lot. So I feel like the koi is relaxing it's a nod, yeah. and it's a nod. Uh, okay, who are you in the book? Wait, how does, oh, we did have, okay, who, um, um. Are you the guy who passed and you're like asking his wife to pick the right sheets? Yes, I think you're right because I'm like you seeing my kind of, beyond being like, yeah. those Really? Really? Really, those, and you would come through, and you would make yourself present. Yeah, for that just decision. be like, I don't know if those are the sheets. Um, are you? I had this fear. I mean, I didn't want to give too much credence to it because remember the little boy who like knows he's gonna die. Yeah. Oh my god! And I oh. was like, is that me? And I actually the one who keeps on telling his parents just like, and then he drowns in the lake. That one. Yeah, and then and the, and he like knew, and he oh, like god. was like, buy me a suit for my funeral. Oh my god! Yeah. I mean, you're not such a creepy children of the corn. Like, <laughs> thank you. Yeah, you want to like your parents to shop for you, but like <laughs> when you tell your dad take me to Macy's and buy me underwear, it's not because you want to be buried in Calvin Klein boxer briefs. No, I certainly don't. So, I don't think you're that little boy. Are you? Um, are you Victoria? Do you have a natural gift like, of gymnastics <laughs> with a little bit of medium? <laughs> I mean, I really don't think I'm so naturally gifted at gymnastics. Like, I was at the gym today as mm-hmm. part of my new regimen, and I was like, I, I, you know, stretching is a little bit difficult. Like, I see these drag queens on drag race, like, always doing full splits, and I'm just like, how is that even possible? Okay. I do definitely think you are spirit that has visited Teresa. Mm-hmm. 
I'm a pet. I'm a I'm a I'm a teen who committed suicide in a car accident with his ex girlfriend's sister, who then shot himself and is coming back to make peace. (sighs) Am I a girl with a butterfly tattoo? Yeah, the girl. She just mentioned that movie, right? Are you are you just her co writer? Oh, her her Kristen, spirit writer. who we don't really kind of find out a lot about. Kristen. Yeah, I can definitely see myself. Sorry, I mean, and neither of us is Teresa. I mean, if anyone, you are obviously a much more Teresa. And I, you know, I do. I mean, I, okay, here's the thing, though. Like, we are in many ways both, like, lovers well, of, like, mall culture. And that's like, we're always going a lot less. And just, yeah, like, like we do, sifting through flip-flops. We do love to sift through $4 flip-flops and, like, PJ buy Max. new trash cans all the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, like, chargers. <laughs> so, in some way, like, we are kind of Teresa. But, yeah. you know, you're more, I think, grew up. You are, do have a, a real, calf, like, Italian. actual Italian background. And, like, to your credit, you know, are, like, uh, you know... Meatball marinara. Right, and sensing Your things through middle the meatballs. name is mozzarella. Is that correct? Yeah, middle name mozzarella. But I also think we also maybe just generally are audience members because the thing we love a show, going to the Caputo, going to the Mentalist, we're like ready there to contact. You know, actually, I think that's really true. We are in the audience and we're actually not getting read. And this yeah, also happened to us at the Mentalist where we, we wanted didn't to get, get read picked so and we really wanted him to like pick our numbers out of the hat or whatever. And like, no, we did not get picked. And Spirit made himself present for like other people in the audience. But so that was their time. That was their time. And we were really entertained by the whole process. And we enjoyed it. And we were super respectful of mental <laughs> culture yeah. while not necessarily participating. It's also not that that's not the last time we're going to a medium. That's not the last time we're going to a mentalist. Oh, vaccine. We're going we're going to support we're, the mentalist yes. and the. Uh, medium communities. Yeah, and I and the hope, work they do. And if you feel like you are a mentalist or a medium, just this is also, you know, we're new to your culture. So if you are mad that we are putting you together, I'm sorry. No, I'm deeply apologetic. But please also, like, write in, call us in, like, tell us where we went wrong and how we can do <laughs> yeah. better. Because we're willing also, to do the work. Yes, the work. Okay. okay. I um, give this book, I would say, four out of five haunted <laughs> spirits of, like, an 11-year-old who killed himself in a boating accident. Uh, this book is, it's just, it's very funny it's and weird. easy to read. And I love those qualities. Yeah, it. Okay. I'm going to give it 3.9 meatballs that your grandmother used to make Mm. out of five meatballs that your grandmother used to make. um, And she has now passed. I think it's hilarious. I love every single story. I also feel like for me, it it had a Marianne Williamson quality where it did make me like make some connections that I was kind of ready to make. Mm -hmm. And so I really appreciated that element. Maybe I wouldn't give it such higher if if I wasn't ready to receive Mm, this book through my solar plexus chakra. Right. But I was ready. Wow. So four out of five chakras. Okay. Uh, um, next book, um, another reality TV maven. A um, maveness of fashion and maven design. Maveness, yeah. Basically the most stylish person. In history. In history. Invented tan clothes. Tan France. <laughs> and his book is called Naturally Tan. Great name. Um, um, <laughs> I'm sure it's going to be an absolute journey. Yeah. Uh, I really can't wait. Uh, if you don't know Tan France, is obviously from the new iteration of Queer Eye. He is the fashion gay. And I'm excited to learn about what it's like to be 5'4 and wear a blazer. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure we'll be hearing And just a lot like about. go to Bonobos and like see what your inseam is. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> and wear a vest or don't wear a vest. And it's like, well, you grew up Mormon and we're going to find all about. Find what's white for you. Okay, wait, that was yeah. too Australian. Okay. No, it's. 
I'll, and I'll work on do it. Do you see, don't you feel so much better in this blazer that fits you? Anyway, join us next week. We're not going to get too into it because, I mean, see, today... See, even you get Australian because It's of hard because if you or I get Irish, it's, oh, it's hard. Yeah. yeah, accent, yeah. It's always in there. Okay. Anyway, follow us on Seriously the Pod. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Um, Happy grilled chicken salad. Week slash month. Week, <laughs> month. Yeah, until Sunday. Just meatball day. Thank you so much Thank for you listening so- and... Also, thank you, thank you, Spirit, for coming here and having us here. And uh, yeah, make you know, just if just you, be open. Be open. Yeah, we're be not open. we're not telling you to believe. No, we're no. We're not telling you what to think. We're just saying be open. Thank you. Best. Best. That was a HeadGum Podcast. Bean Dad, The Dress, 30 to 50 Feral Hogs. If you knew what any of those were, you spend too much time online. And hey, I do too. 16th Minute of Fame is a new weekly podcast hosted by me, Jamie Loftus. And every week we take a closer look at an internet character of the day. Who are they? What made them so notorious? How did the internet or the algorithm choose them? And what does a person do when they're suddenly confronted with more attention than the human psyche can handle? Listen to 16th Minute of Fame on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.